Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to the 14th episode of the Shackles Are Off podcast. Um, 14? 14, yes. 14 wow. episodes. God knows how we've managed to get away with it so far. But anyway, nice of you to be with us again, lads. How's isolation, first of all? Um, are you all have you moved yet, anybody? You both look on, on this screen like you've not actually moved since the last time we spoke. I'm on a wheelie chair, mate, so I managed to wheel up and down the room every few hours. I sometimes go for my exercise. I went on a walk for an hour and two minutes yesterday and I felt quite bad about it. Oh, you rebel. I know, I thought I was going to get told off or an email off the police or something, but now all good, keeping well, um, keeping busy, keeping the business ticking over. We did a really cool thing with Woody last night on YouTube, Farming Army Meets, which you can check out if you're a cricket fan. A little nice. interview with Woody that was pretty cool. Um, but other than that, just trying to abide by the rules of the law and hope this thing blows over, but what about you, Brooksy? Um, yeah, I've I've moved location since we last spoke. I'm now in North London in Highgate. You were there I, last time we yeah. spoke, actually. When you were, it was where you were doing your boxing classes with Danny, you, you, your girlfriend. Oh, yeah, sorry. Ignore that, then. Ignore that. Um, <laughs> I haven't moved. <laughs> Excellent. And how's How your... How hard bo- was your shoulder press up? Um, we're both battered and bruised. Oh yeah. No, we're um, it's all right. It's it's uh, it's pretty good to tick over the fitness, and you don't really have to go out either. Just open the um, patio doors and just crack on, can't you? Perfect. Sounds good to me. Uh, been loads of cool stuff on social media actually on the Barmy Army channels. Barmy's got talent that launched the other day as well. Barmy cricket, keep those coming in. They look really really good. We need to get an in, an entry in all three of us actually. Brooksy, you mainly because you actually know what you're doing when it comes to the, this whole cricket malarkey. But me and Chris as well, we need to get some like really poor attempts of us having a game of cricket on Barmy Cricket. Hashtag Barmy Cricket on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, don't we? Love that. Absolutely, mate. How's the key worker? Key worker? <laughs> well, as you can see, because we're actually doing it, we can see each other this podcast. Um, yeah, all right, actually. It's quite nice just to keep working. But, it, I mean, that will come bet, to a... Yeah, I bet It'll come to a grinding halt, I think. I mean, you know, I'm a sports broadcaster and there isn't any sport happening. So I think, you know, it's going to come to a grinding halt. 
Yeah, so what are you talking about at the minute? Well, it, the weather. <laughs> Diddlywinks at home or something. Well, the thing is, have you seen this? The Belarus Premier League is still going on in football because they're, they're prime you're minister. Scraping, you're scraping the barrel there, aren't you? Looking for sports somewhere. <laughs> well, I was looking on Flash Score the other day and it has all the sports that's happening. And I was thinking, what's this? There's some like, actual live results happening. And it was the Belarus Premier League. Their prime minister has said, well, we haven't got any cases here, so we're just going to carry on drinking vodka and playing football. That's a genuine quote as well. So, um, yeah. Eastern European do what they want, don't they? Everybody is going to have a Belarus team by the end of all this. And there are only two games into the new season as well, so that's one to look out for. <laughs> you're making, you're making a four-hour broadcast about Belarusian football. Well, well, obviously not. I mean, you know, things are being cancelled left, right and centre, aren't they? And, and, and you know, Wimbledon's off. The Olympics is now yeah, off. Yeah, Wimbledon got them, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. upset me, actually. Yeah, it is a shame, isn't it? But, it, you know, it, is, it just is the way, I'm afraid, isn't it? Chris, you skirted over Barmy Meats. It looks really good. I, I managed to watch it back. Um, you had Mark Wood on as as a guest. It was all in vision, and he was wearing his England Test shirt and a big floppy hat. And it looked it looked brilliant. It looked so good, and there was some really good interaction from the Barmy Army members and stuff on there. Um, tell tell people how they can get involved on the next time. Um, you know, the next one that you do. Yeah. So the the idea came about. We wanted to try and bring to life the um, the events that we do on tour, and we do Q and As with with players, ex players, current players. And um, we um, we had a th- team thought, what a good place to start with Mark Wood. We're going to stream it through YouTube for the members. So there was a link in the members area. They all got a, a direct email to to their emails and they could access the stream. You can watch Mark Wood speaking and answering your questions, essentially. So the members were asking questions. I was reading them out to Woody and he was, he was answering them back. So pretty much every member that watched it yesterday managed to ask Woody a question which is a pretty cool experience we paused for the NHS clap of course and um, and we were on for about 55 minutes so a really great start to Barmy Army meets and hopefully it's only going to get better I'm sure we'll have the ferret on at some point and I know we've got Bessie Pipe in the in the um in the lineup as well to come on in a couple of months so looking forward we, to what it's got to hold that's perfect mate should we talk about Bessie briefly and then get him on Absolutely, I think we should. I think we should. He just texts me asking, "Are you muling me?" He <laughs> 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 just texts me. <laughs> is he chomping at the bit to come on? Is he? It is. Yeah. Should we just get him in and talk about? it? I tell you what, I think we'll get him on. Somerset in England's Dominic Bess. Here he is. <laughs> All right, landlord. How are you, Jack? <laughs> oh my God, how freshly shaved are you? Uh, I got rid of it all yesterday. I did. I had naughty tash for a week. I got rid of it. Missus wasn't a fan, so it's aged you, bro. As you can see, I'm trying to pull off the ropiest beard in history. <laughs> Why have you got the old uh, landing strip <laughs> down the middle? Well, I can't grow it there, so I'm just <laughs> really gonna keep growing this. Yeah, see how long I can get it. I have the problem of combining the um, the tash and the beard. I have the same problem. Oh, you got Mate, a gap. One of our one of our lads, Ben Green, has like pulled off this unbelievable tash here, but he's also shaved his head. So he now looks like a rock per mule. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Boredom. That's what boredom does to me. Yeah, that is boredom. My first question for you, Bessie, is how have you managed to put up with Brooksy? <laughs> well, do you know what? The funny He's hardly been there, that's why. I've hardly been here. So he just pays my rent and I'm happy. 
<laughs> that is the good thing. I've been lucky. No, to be honest, um, we've got a really good setup at home. Um, he's he's right up top. I've I've basically said to him he can have two rooms up top with an ensuite, and you can be as weird as you want upstairs. And when you come down, you can be half normal. And that's why he spends. He, do you know what's strange? Actually, he spends a lot of time upstairs and really spend a lot of time downstairs. You must be getting weird up there. <laughs> is he a good tenant, Dom? Yes, he is. Um, it's good fun. Uh, we've, to be honest, get the rent down so, again, but... yeah. <laughs> Do you know what we've um, during the summer? It's pretty busy anyway, um, and the past two winters, I, pro- I reckon we've only had really o- well, not even October. I reckon we've had November, and then probably the start of the season where everyone's been in the house. I've obviously got um, our SNC as well in, our assistant SNC, James Orway. So we've got three of us in there. And uh, Fee's my girlfriend's just, well, she's in isolation at the moment down here. So she's she's moved in as well. Um, so it's, it's actually a good combination. So you've um, got a big house, basically. <laughs> well, <laughs> I t- do you know what? It's a big house considering... Um, what you can get in Taunton. <laughs> it's a nice pad. It's one of, it's an old school end of terrace Victorian house, so it's quite like big rooms, big ceilings, yeah, big, big windows. Yeah. Uh, I noticed with all this stuff. isolation stuff that's going on, Brooksy was straight yeah. out of there. So who was it? Was it the you you drove him away or was that you kicked him out? <laughs> Probably a bit of both. Do you know what? I think he's pretty gutted now as well, because I've somehow managed to pull out um some contacts with a CrossFit gym and I've somehow got hold of some pretty good gear and he's obviously shipped on now to London. I was genuinely gutted about that. And he was, was genuinely gutted. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a proper he's nice little gym. Bessie's got a real good gym set up there now from borrowed equipment from every gym in Taunton, I think. So. <laughs> how have we, we managed that, Dom? They're happy. <laughs> no, well, do you know what? CrossFit, um, the CrossFit gym... By me, um, my next door neighbour goes there and we bumped into him. He was just pulling out this assault bike from his truck and asked where he got it from. And um, Funnily enough, the uh, the head guy there, John, was a massive cricket fan. I just dropped him a message asking if I could uh, nick one to try and keep fit. And he was, he, do you know what? He's been really good. He's um, He actually texted me saying to the boys if anyone else wanted um, one as well. So... He's just said, oh, if it's longer, it's going to go to waste because no one's really going to use it. So, lucky enough, he just gave it to me. Um, I, I gave him a shirt to say thank you because he's a massive fan. So, um, it's, it's worked out quite well. <laughs> England's Don Best gave him a signed shirt. Love that. Fantastic. Absolutely. I just burgled it. <laughs> Bessie, have you got any tips for Brooksy on his boxing technique? Because we saw it on Instagram last week. And, well, oh he, give, he gives God. it everything, doesn't he? Did you see it? <laughs> It's criminal. He's got broken, two broken wrists. <laughs> Where you were going at it? It was like, I was like, oh my god, the shoulders are going to fall out. I don't do anything <laughs> half up. I can't it's do just... things half up. Oh god. Mrs. wants her arms. When I saw that video, Mrs. wants her arms. Mate, the arms are going to fall off. I reckon. <laughs> Our um, assistant S Jimmer here was started laughing. He's like. She's going to wake up and have the worst thumbs in her arms just from you whacking it. <laughs> oh, oh, you got a revenge, don't worry. 
Has she got a revenge? She yeah, she beats me up off camera. So <laughs> I noticed there's no film of that going on on Instagram. There's phone lines for that, Brooksy. Oh, the Wi Fi. Yeah, I'm not Billy Joe Saunders, don't worry. Sorry, lads, I can't hear you very well. He's gone. <laughs> oh, he's back. Oh, there he is. I don't know what's happened there. Uh, Bessie, Bessie, turn your Wi Fi off. Bessie, turn your Wi Fi off on your phone and anything around you. It might help. Might have to turn off the uh, PS4, pull the plug out of the PS4 then. <laughs> no. Has that been getting a lot of use? Yeah, it's been taking a battering, to be fair. Um, we've. So I have, I reckon I've been on it for about two years and um, I had to obviously buy the new Call of Duty and buy, buy um, online again and I've been making use, most of use of it, really. Me and my, um, obviously, Jim here loves it as well. So we've been, we've worked out how to place split screen on it as well online. So it's been, it's been getting a good fair whack on it. Not got, quite as obsessed as Joff. No, not no. Joff is. Do you say Joff? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's relentless. <laughs> he loves it. Everything on Instagram or Twitter's the old, yeah. every other post is um about it. I don't really want to go into a um game with him. He would absolutely clean me up. You know when you're on <laughs> yeah. tour and you're stuck in your hotel rooms and stuff. Is he noticeably on it like loads more than anyone else? Well, I think I think there's a pretty good group who go on it to be honest um obviously after day's play or day's training i think they've got a i think they've got a whatsapp group or something because they'll all go on it together and then they'll play um and i'll tell you what in sri lanka obviously just before we left walking up we're obviously on one floor together and when you get out you can occasionally hear some screams and shouts and it's usually the lads on card who've obviously just been shot <laughs> or not having a great game you hear, like the occasional scream or shout um, but yeah I think Popey was next to me and I know Popey enjoys it and Saki Mahmood actually he was next to me um, and occasionally you get either a bang or a shout something like that <laughs> you just know they're on it <laughs> hope, Bessie's, hope Bessie you've improved since I last saw you on it a couple, uh, couple of weeks ago Mate. I've gone up so many. I've gone up like thirty levels. <laughs> I walked in the living room. I came home, and Bessie was was probably on his sixth hour at stint that day. <laughs> sat there with his little gaming headphones on, and uh, yeah. I sat and watched him for five ten minutes. And he was just walking around on cod, gun in hand. Didn't encounter anyone for about five or ten minutes, and he found someone in the other bloke. Properly camping. <laughs> so he was yeah, just walking around on his own. Until he got shot. Oh yeah, no, I was horror. But saying that, I've improved a lot. You're going to be doing a bit of balmy meets as well, aren't you, with, with the balmy army lot in, in a couple of weeks? They had the first one last night with Mark Wood, and he had full England yeah. test top on and, and, and a big floppy hat. He went for it. <laughs> you know, he set the bar Love quite him. high, actually. Mate, he, how good is Woody? He's he class. Does. The Absolutely. things that come out, the thing that came out on the, um, on the main, obviously, England thing about his dance yeah. just made me cry. Because <laughs> I was... It was in the group chat that I think Dennis um, did send him like a challenge to do it. And uh, to be honest, I didn't think it was going to go any further. And the next minute, you know, Woody's doing this dance in his garden. And obviously Plunkett did his and it's just like, Jason Roy did his. It's just Roy like, very good loaded, yeah. Made me laugh so much that. What are you like as a dancer? Horrendous. Horrendous, yeah, bad. Um, Got to have a couple of beers, I reckon, and then I 
try and pull some shapes. But other than that, stay far away from it. You're in a bit of form as well, aren't you? I, I was having a look at the, you'll have seen this obviously because I think pretty much everyone in the world did. Sky Sports statistician ben- Benedict Bimonge did his virtual test match, yeah. got player of the match <laughs> in the first one in goal. Embarrassing. Second, second Pfeiffer, wasn't it? I hope that goes on the stats. <laughs> I did. Um, I saw that. Oh, yeah, no wiki. I take that. Um, How many runs did you get? Yeah, that was the only thing. When I got a duck again, I was like, oh, average is going down drastically. <laughs> really did, clinging on. I did check Wikipedia, Bessie, and it said Somerset bowler, England all rounder. Do you know what? I need to pull finger if it's going to say all rounder. Well, what number did you going down. when you were Night Watchman? What number were you? What, the first time? Yeah. Uh, four. There I we go. Four, then. All-rounder. Yeah. All-rounder. I did say, actually, I remember walking off, rooting, I said, well, call myself an England number four now, <laughs> which is quite fun. Do you know what? As well, Leachy called himself an England opener. And three, probably. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> bad everywhere. Yeah. Well, he got, he got a few, Leech. didn't he, against Ireland last year at Lords, so... Oh, that was how good was that? Obviously, it was gutting that he didn't get his hundred. But remember, sat there and watching that, and that was unbelievable. Because I think that summer as well, he—it's fair to say he struggled with the bat in the champo. Um, <laughs> like I remember Davos, Steve Davis, and Leachy. Like sort of, I think there was a point where they got to the point where they had to laugh about it. They were, I think, struggling a little bit, and I think it was getting to the point where. Battling, then obviously a month later, Leachy's got a 92 in a test match, and <laughs> I think um, I think everyone, like everyone, was so happy for him, weren't they? It was class. Like imagine if Leachy got 100, it's on the honours at Lords, exactly. Would have been, pheno- oh, been phenomenal. People like Michael Atherton aren't on that board <laughs> for a test under Jack that he Leach, was. Imagine, I would love to have seen that, and instead of Jack Leach, it just like an emoji nut. How could that have been? Everyone would have known as well who it would have been. That'd have been class. How are you enjoying it with Somerset? I know you had a stint at Yorkshire, didn't you? But I know you've been there pretty much your whole career. But you came from Devon as well. Seemed to be quite a few Devon lads in that in that squad. Yeah, there's a couple floating around. Um, Devon usually quite a well, very strong minor county, and obviously Somerset have got a great link with them. Um, But I've like, I love my time at Somerset. It's obviously great as Brooksy sort of come into. It's a great group of lads. Um, I think it would have been a little bit different. Well, I certainly thought it was very different from Yorkshire, but I really enjoyed Yorkshire's like loan and the challenge up there. I really enjoyed the group of lads. Um, they made me feel really welcome. So I'd be, I think I've been quite fortunate with um, obviously playing for Somerset and having my time out with Yorkshire just for more getting game time I think that's obviously a struggle and everyone knows that it's um it's obviously during an English summer as well it's a challenge to get two spinners out so um I was very fortunate that Somerset and Yorkshire wanted me um I was lucky to actually have Brooksy sort of down before to give me a little bit of a lowdown on Yorkshire um and that made it a little bit easier as well didn't tell me so, for a few weeks did you no I had to keep it quiet for a while um <laughs> and then sort of when it came out I was uh you were the first one to know so no I've obviously I love Somerset um, love York well really enjoy Yorkshire at the time um, love that sort of experience up there um, and yeah it's going to be an interesting one to be honest um, obviously going into my last year and um, 
got just uh, it's almost play it by ear really play out the season but there's no season so yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, really yeah. know what's I don't really know what's going to happen to be honest um it's going to be a very interesting time I don't think anyone does, do they? I mean, we, you know, we've spoke about it and stuff. I mean, look, we'll try. I mean, because we don't know what's going to happen and people might be listening to this in three months' time and thinking, well, you got that wrong, lad. So we won't even try to speculate on it, actually. But, um, yeah, it's, it is really, really odd at the moment. Um, the job as a journalist to speculate on it, though, isn't it? For a, right. for a start, we're, we're not we're not going there. He was using the J word, the journalist word, and I'm not biting to that. <laughs> oh dear, he's got he's Freddie, got. Where are you sat at the minute, though? Where are you sat? I'm uh, sat in, the, I'm in sat... the dining room. Yeah. Who me? Greggy, not Bessie. Greggy. Oh, I thought you said Bessie. I was like, I was going to say you should you should recognise where he's sat. It's your house as well as his. Bessie sat in his office. Yeah, as you can see, my uh, under 19s top. Is that what it is? Out there. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. My dad got it for me, so it's quite a nice little. Thing. A few more yeah. to add to the collection now, Bessie. Well, yeah. If I'll tell you what, if you were in my house, like Brooksy would say, there are a couple floating around, and he's probably a bit fed up with them all. <laughs> like, uh, it's like the showroom. Uh, his dining room is a Don Best shrine. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get one of Brooksy's shirts up in there as well. Oh, I'll tell you what, he doesn't need one up there because he's posted one every everywhere around Taunton. He's got one up in the um, sandwich shop. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, like, managed, he's had, like, he probably had six months. He was at the club for six months. He uh, walked into the local sandwich shop and there was a Brooks signed shirt up there. Like, oh, Brooksy, you didn't you tell us about that, Taunton mate. Legend? Oh wow! It's all coming out now, isn't it? It is. I want to go back to Thornton to see the sandwich shop. <laughs> a nice sandwich shop called, yeah, called Wicket's, just uh, just near the cricket ground, which a lot of lads go to for lunches. Well, it's called and, Wicket's. Um, You'd suspect it's probably full of uh, cricketers wandering around from. Yeah, Thornton. one of Trez's one of Trez's shirts is in there as well. To be fair, um, I just got asked if they if I could have a shirt for them, so I gave one to. Them. Sure, you went. Yeah, you weren't striking up a deal there, were you? You were saying, oh, give us a free coffee every week. I get I get 15% off prawn cocktail, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Class. Um, did you, talking of that, actually, Brooksy, on shirts and stuff, we're talking about your Lions kit and memorabilia. I bet you were straight on the blow at uh, Mum and Dad, weren't you, last week, seeing if they, uh, if they managed to find any of your old Lions kit? No, I know where it is. It's all in um, storage in Taunton in uh, a couple of... I've got a few cricket bags of all my old kit. It's in storage there. I've, I've got too much shit lying around Bessie's house already about leaving random stuff lying around it. Bessie, you could have a bit of fun with that, mate. Mate, oh, don't worry. His, <laughs> his bedroom at the moment. He's going to come back and he's going to have a bed. <laughs> Be out the window. <laughs> a mattress on the floor. Not even that. <laughs> <laughs> bit weird talking about all this all, all the all the sort of the cricket stuff isn't it because we don't know what's happening the first bit of cricket that we might be having is the IPL but I don't think that's going to be happening either we'll we'll find out probably in a couple of weeks what's what's happening with that but are you a fan of watching that Dom you know you must um you must have fancied playing in that a bit yourself as well have you ever put yourself in the auction or anything oh no I need to try and get in the Somerset T20 side first well, let alone the Somerset second team, probably, <laughs> the T20 stuff. No, yeah, I obviously, I, I love watching it. Um, 
I think it's obviously one of those comps. You certainly do get the best players around the world. And obviously, the money they're throwing at it, uh, the money they're throwing at players, you're going to attract the best players around the world. Um, do you know what? I was quite gutted. It wasn't on, or it might it might still be on, but highly unlikely to see lights for someone like Vance, obviously, from our place to go out there and like to see him get a game. Um, I mean, uh, there was, I mean, I remember sort of watching Livy as well, uh, Liam Livingston, um, last year a little bit, and it was quite nice to watch him play. And obviously, because I played with him uh, with the Lions and I've done quite a bit with him. And sort of though, it's quite nice to see lads you're playing with obviously dominate um, or like to dominate that sort of, that massive comp. Um, and I think if you asked any youngster, um, if they'd like to play in those sort of competitions, it would be sort of well, no real question because it's yeah. got to be, it's got to be one of the most exciting tournaments around the world. Um, you get to travel, obviously, place like India, experience the culture. Um, so it is certainly in my um, sort of list to try and hopefully pull a couple of performances out in T20. And firstly, I'd like to obviously play for England. Um, that's all three formats. Um, but, of course, I think franchise cricket's um, firstly a great one to get involved in. Obviously, you've got the, the financial side of it, but also meeting new people, I think, new experiences. Again, you're going to places around the world. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's an unbelievable life. Um, but for me at the moment, I, I would rather watch it on TV and hopefully be playing for England um, in the test stuff and that side of it and then hopefully later on down the line best mates of Ashwin you can get a gig in the IPL can't you best mates of Ashwin apparently I'm <laughs> best mates of Ashwin and um, Haraf best mates of everyone now oh yeah come on there must be a story <laughs> behind that, that. No, well obviously um, Ashwin played at uh, played for Knots and being a bad dry Ann, um, I sort of asked uh, Mulaney Marl, if I could um, grab a chat with him after the game. Um, and do you know what? He After the game, we probably sat down for about 45 minutes, an hour, just chatting off spin, um, what he thought, um, his ideas, his beliefs and stuff. And do you know what? It was class. And I sort of obviously was a bit giddy. Sort of came <laughs> back in the change room and was like, oh, like, the lads were like, oh, where have you been? And I was like, oh, I was just chatting with um, Ashwin, like, and obviously the boys were ripping me and ripping me and he obviously gave me my number and I was exchanging a couple of messages and just like more being a badger trying to get a little bit better. Um, and yeah, he, he gave me all his time and I was actually really thankful for that. Um, and obviously I get a bit of banter that. And obviously then we were out in India last year and um, Haraf came out and spent a couple of days with us bowling. Again, I badgered him, um, tried to pick up some ideas and, everything like that. And then obviously what happened in South Africa, all this press that was going around was like, I spent three years with Haraf. <laughs> I, like, I literally spent a couple of days with him. <laughs> you moved in like with him. Was... Yeah. <laughs> Apparently I moved in with him. Left Brooks here that line. Yeah, it, was... it did make me laugh because I, I literally spent three days with him, I reckon. Um, spent a lot of time with him when we were in the nets and stuff. But again, like you, like you, like you guys would know, the, obviously the media do blow it up a bit yeah. and play around with it. So I, the funny thing I, I was laughing about, because obviously I spent a lot of time with Richard Dawson and um, he didn't really get much of a mention. 
um, <laughs> when it was with that sort of India spin camp. And I, I sort of tried to make sure that actually I spent a lot of time with Dort and did a lot of work with him. And he was actually the, the slight experience and um, both sort of both coaches was an unbelievable experience for me. But I felt like every, obviously because Haraf, the big name, um, the media wanted that. Um, so no, Dort. Hey. Did it make a big difference speaking to people that have obviously been there and done it in the game like Haraf Nashville? Yeah. And, and, and I certainly do believe you only need, you don't need these months of it. Like I had an hour with Ashwin and fortunate enough, he obviously exchanged a couple of text messages, which really helped, sent a couple of videos through of me bowling what he thought. And then obviously with Haraf, it's a complete different idea. Um, and for me, it was more, I was thinking it down the route, it was more important that um, I gain their experience through what they know as a being a subcontinent bowler. So understanding how they bowl in their own backyard, because I think when England go to India, Sri Lanka, these places, that's that's where the biggest challenge is. Um, understanding how to bowl in their own backyard and how their how their batters play it, um, and that's that's where I was sort of looking at it as well. Obviously, looking at it from the technical side, but also looking at it from if I if I was I think if I'm going to be successful, have a very successful international career is at the moment hopefully it's going to be when I jump on the back of a tour maybe in the subcontinent and then I've got my chance to perform I think that's where I'm going to really start from uh, or that's how I was thinking about it anyway the start of this year um, was getting on those tours and proving a point so I think those conversations are key um, so you, you can have as many big tour now that you're going to be looking at India with a lot of excitement yeah, well, I do you know what I think the whole winter's been mental for me. Um, I probably yeah. would have like obviously when I got back from India, I was buzzing with how that went, and um, and then within a day and a half, I was back off to South Africa. Then what what happened in South Africa was more than I could have ever imagined. Um, the thing that I would class. have played, and yeah, to think I would have that ever was class to watch, though. That was like not just as you as a, a teammate and a, someone I've got to know from living with, but just seeing a young lad come in and doing well in conditions in a situation that everything was against you really, wasn't it? You basically would just chuck the ball, right, hold an end up and you end up with a, with a bag, didn't you? Yeah, well, that's the thing. And so with how, how, how quickly it happened, I was a bit like, I couldn't believe it um, because my, my big focus was actually preparing for hopefully getting on a tour to Sri Lanka. And then I was obviously looking to India um, this, this, this time next well this winter now coming up um and actually what happens past couple of months i would never have thought would have happened um so for me it's also making sure again i stay quite um i don't get too ahead of myself and too sort of forward thinking because i still think i potentially i know how good leachy is and um and how much he's worked as well. So I know that also come to somewhere like India and Sri Lanka, that's where I can almost really perform again. Because um, whatever happens now, we don't know what's going to happen this summer. Um, obviously, Sri Lanka got taken away from us. So we don't know what would happen there. But whatever happens, I know that hopefully if I get picked, India and Sri Lanka sort of this winter again will be, I think, a big, big challenge for me. And but I think it's also a big opportunity. I always see it as an opportunity. 
Um, how much have you loved? The way I think. Obviously, playing for England's awesome anyway because of all the things that come with it. But Chris and I were in South Africa, Cape Town, and Port Elizabeth. Obviously, you know, which was kind of your game, and we, like we, we were, we were absolutely loving it, weren't we? We were milk. We were just milking like the atmosphere in the stand. And all of it was kind of being directed at you, wasn't there? Do you like your Barmy Army song? Did you enjoy all that kind of cheering oh, and atmosphere? Mate. I mean, you were loving it, weren't it is, you? It is honestly so good. Um, but <laughs> all you know, all the lads love it. Um, and obviously, being a youngster, obviously involved. And actually, my cousin did fly out and was right in the mix on the grass bank with the beer stuff because I had the Barmy Army behind me at fine leg. Um, and then I have a cousin in the court, like in the spot him. Um, for me, mate, it is unbelievable. Like this, my song, I think, is absolutely class. I know Woody was buzzing with my song when we were at Port Elizabeth. Like, yeah. He was loving it, dancing, dancing on the outfit, like singing it. He was, it's so good. Um, and it's like the lads really, firstly, really appreciate it. Like to have everyone come in and support. Um, and I know now it's it's properly got a um, like everyone around the world knows who the Barmy Army are um, and what they're about. And I think Cape Town, I had never really understood how powerful it could be. And at Cape Town, it was absolute party. It was unbelievable. (laughs) That corner was, and to be fair, the whole ground, like it was pumping. And and it does, like that corner though, especially where you guys were at. Oh, massive game massively and do you know what it I um, obviously when we were trying to take the wickets at the end and I know there was just after tea obviously Jimmy went down and we sort of knew he was he was struggling and then Barmy Army kept going kept going and then obviously Stokesy or Brawley do you remember Brawley took that pole um, down fine leg and it sort of like everything sort of clicked and the way you boys on the out, like carried on, it was class. Like it, it properly it does. It does give you an extra five, ten percent for sure. And especially as we had five youngsters, we were all fairly new to it as well. That's yeah. why I kept trying to charge down to fine leg just to get sort of involved. I know, um, I know, I, was it Brawny or someone was wanting me at mid off, and I was sort of like charging down at fine leg to try and get, <laughs> try and get hear, hear it. It was unbelievable. No, it was it was quality. Because um, what's the closest that you'll have come to before that? I mean, I'm guessing obviously some big T20 nights, you know, at Taunton or whatever. But be- you know what? I I uh, I had a I had the Roses game last year at Headingley, um, and that's probably the closest. Yeah, that was unbelievable. But I don't think anything would top um, Cape Town. I know I, I put up a post the other day about obviously if you're a cricket fan put in a photo and my photo was the Cape Town test when uh, Stokesy just got that last wicket because I think that's the best feeling I've ever had. I know obviously taking a five for individually that was probably my most proudest moment and my best feeling but as a team collective that that game was unbelievable like it went right down to the wire. It was special wasn't it? So special. Yeah and, and it's special because you guys um, the Barmy Army are there cheering and it's I don't know how many we had down there. It was nice, nice to hear you doing your job, Chris, as a support group. Thank you, sir. Very kind, Ruxy. It was Very awesome. I mean, I mean, you know, I've, I've only been on a couple of Barmy Army tours. Chris has been on loads, but Chris assured me 
that it doesn't really get a lot better than that in terms of atmosphere. So it was. Oh, I, I just love to think what a Ashes tour down under would be like. <clears throat> like that much. Be... Hopefully soon, Bessie. <laughs> well, yeah, give it eighteen months. Crossed, but give it eighteen months. You might like be there, that like. would be. Well, if I'm not there, I might join the Barmy Army. Yes, do it, <laughs> do it, lad. <laughs> I'll be in the crowd then. Yeah, <laughs> with me and you. <laughs> Belly out. <laughs> be like finals day all over again when Somerset got to finals day and there was a group of Somerset lads in the crowd and I was part of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we had um, in the finals day two years ago um, yeah like the second team lads and lads who weren't playing decided to dress up as monks and head into the crowd and there was probably <laughs> I reckon there was about ten of us like all the sort of the youngsters. Um, and it was, I just played obviously, made my debut in that 2018, that May, June time. And obviously that August was the T20. And I think um, obviously Trez was on the, uh, Trez was on the uh, commentary. And I think the cameras got round to us just as 10 blokes in the monks. And <laughs> Trez did notify that it was basically the Somerset second team slash youngsters <laughs> on the beers. Luckily, I wasn't there. I think I was by my round. Oh, that's class. Whilst we're sort of obviously all in isolation and stuff as well, I mean, Bessie and Brooksy, I bet you two probably actually might be mentioning each other in this. I was going to ask you both, one cricketer that you would love to be isolating with. From what I hear about Bessie, it's probably Haraf. Um, but I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll let you. <laughs> but I'll let you tell right. me who you'd choose. Um, start with you, Brooksy. Brooksy, would it, who would your, who would yours be? I'm guessing it's not Bessie, otherwise you would be with him. I guarantee Bessie would not want to be isolated with me because I'd get bored and just end up tickling him or jumping on him and annoying him. Yeah. That's why I take God myself. Says. That's why I take myself away to be honest, because I'll end up just a bloody annoying him because he likes his own space. <laughs> well, he's been a, he's been away all winter and hardly been in his own house in the last year, so it's nice for him to have his own space when he is there. So. Yeah, fair enough. Good answer. You've still not given me a name though for who you would like to be with. Who would I like to be isolated with? Yeah, well, a cricketer. It can't be just be a random person. I mean, you know, it's also so that you don't say Danny and then get in trouble. Well, I can, <laughs> say like Jennifer Aniston or something like that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> cricketer, Jack. Um, cricketer. Well, I'm. I'm like my best mate in cricket is Liam Plunkett. We're pretty similar and we get on quite well. And he loves to train as well. So at this minute, he's just training like two or three times a day. So I've been watching like watch accounts and doing some of them as well. He's a yeah, I've been doing a couple of them. He's a seriously fit bloke and yeah. he'll be good man. Um, but he wouldn't sit still. That's the problem. So when I want to chill out, he'd be willing me to do something. But I quite like my own space. To be honest, I wouldn't have minded like a bit of time on my own. But I think the whole isolation period is going to be so long that. You, Probably need a bit of company. That's why I came here, really, because otherwise my missus would have been on her own. Bessie, are we saying harass then for you, mate? Or mate, do you know I and I would pick another spinner, and it would be Matthew Parkinson. <laughs> nice. He, he is a beauty. I obviously um, grew up with him, and been on the tours this winter. Sort of, we were sort of Tweedledee and Tweedledum, like two <laughs> two peas in a pod, and he is good fun. I, I always enjoy him. He probably gets the best out of me and I probably get the best out of him. So um, I would probably have to pick Parky, I reckon. 
Fair enough. Good fun to uh, be around. Yeah, that's a spin, spin twins, isn't it? Good answer. Yeah, it's just spins union. I see. On yeah. the spins union, the question I wanted to put to you was: What is it like having um, Leachy sometimes your biggest teammate and then your biggest rival when it comes to getting that spot in the England team? Is that is that really healthy for you? But for you both, or is it sometimes a bit? Complicated? Yeah, I I genuinely believe it's really healthy for both of us. Um, I think. The thing is, we're great mates as well. And so, sort of, we've always, obviously, we've both come through the system. And obviously, when I was young, Salichi was obviously number one. And we'd been then going through, we had a great, um, sort of great two, three years together when we were playing. Um, and do you know what? The past probably 18 months, so we haven't really played as much together. Um, but I certainly believe I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't have Leachy sort of in front of me. Um, he's. Mate, he's class. Like everything he does is always to the highest standard, and it makes me have to sort of either be at that standard or try and raise it. Um, he's meticulous in his prep, isn't he? Yeah, he's very, he's very professional, and I think obviously what he's been through as well. Again, how he's so robust and he keeps coming back shows sort of character he is, and I think I like to sort of take bit of pride from that to think that if he's doing that and he's still competing and stuff like I think it's only ever it was only it's only is still healthy for me to be around him and I think we also we yeah I certainly do think we raise our standards when we're with each other and we compete but we we don't ever get too far I don't ever think don't ever feel like there's a there's a point where um, it gets unhealthy and do you know what I mean causes problems I think um we're always sort of very respectful of each other. We're always very happy for each other and how we go. Um, and again, saying that we're always there as well when one of us is probably struggling. So um, I know how happy he was for me when this winter is coming around. And that shows a lot about him, considering he was probably in the worst place possible um, from a cricket side, obviously not being able to get out there and probably watching... Um, obviously watching another spinner take a fifer and do that, there was probably that slight um, side of him where he was um, just sort of like seeing it, seeing it, and he couldn't do anything about it. But yeah. the other side, obviously, one of his good mates doing well, it shows the character he is. It really does. And I think I tried to be there as well for him. And also, there's that, I think we both get it in the fact that um, we both don't want to show off as well. We don't, because... Do you know what I mean? So I took my five friend. I was also still, still making sure he was all right because actually, at the end of the day, it's I think it's more than sport. Like he is one of my closest mates, so um, it's always probably obviously there is profession about it and being professional, but also there's I think a duty of care to like look after your mates as well. You're both pretty good at communicating, though, aren't you? From being in that environment in the Somerset bubble, yeah. Everyone's so Definitely. close. Like spends a lot of time with each other off field as well. And Leachy yeah. and you are both big personalities in that changing room. You're obviously really bubbly and like to have a laugh, and you um, you talk well in like meetings and stuff. And Leachy's like one of the leaders in the change room, isn't he? Drives a lot. Yeah, and he, and he goes, but he, he does it quite under the radar as well. He'll 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 instead of talk about it, he'll do it, and people will follow him. Um, yeah, we just cracks on and does his own little routines, and yeah. he's always trying to improve and. He's having chats with the, the coaches or the fitness coaches, always trying to find ways to improve or 
you know, little bits of his game. Like he worked so hard at his batting. He was like, yeah. like me last year, we didn't really offer much with runs down at 10, 11. And we were walking wickets at times last year. And then he obviously went so hard at working on his game in short ball practice with coaches or Steve Davis or whoever. And then, you know, good practice ends up paying off because he ends up making 90 odd at Lords in a test match when his, when his team needed him to do a job. And then even more so at Headingley when him and Stokes, he yeah. got England home in that, in that run chase. Like the work he put in, yeah, it, is. it came off and that's what it can, what can happen when you put hard work in. It's funny because obviously that one not out and people sort of joke about it, him hanging in, but genuinely, if you saw him at the start of the season, how much he was struggling with his <laughs> batting, like, Honestly, he put in so much work um, and that one not out and him to face 15, 16 balls against the best, like probably the best attack in the world yeah, um, is a proper, I think, just shows, again, the character of him. And I, I know um, Steve Davis put up, a, I think it was Instagram post about Leachy after that. And it is down to an absolute T with him. Like, it's more than that one not out. Like, and what he's been through, he's been been nailed in the head he's broken his finger like he's missed out on a lot of things and to keep coming back and I know it's one not out but bloody hell it kept kept England in the ashes and obviously awesome. Stokes doing yeah Stokes doing the miracle down the other end it was it was so good to see and it was so good that it was Leachy class so true yeah. You probably wouldn't have been sports personality of the year without Leachy would he sir <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what the funniest thing was that um that Mickey tape that he did after when they obviously had a couple of beers and he did that imitation of his one. Like I was speaking to Leachy about it and he was like, he did not want that to go anywhere. And I think the next day it had gone viral. <laughs> he sold like, him yeah, he couldn't understand why, it, like where it had gone. And I think obviously a couple of lads had it and it obviously went on a, it went on a group chat and then it just fired across the world. <laughs> and the Aussies took the piss out of him at the end of the Ashes, didn't they? Someone put a pair of glasses on or something. Yeah, but like that's the I think that's the infectious he has around people. Like people love him. Like he he thought he'd be seen as like quite arrogant there. Like, but it genuinely everyone loved the fact that he did that and yeah, that came cool. out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. Like that just that's the love of nut. Class. I think spinners have got to be a little bit different anyway because there only tends to be one in the team, and they've also got to be expected to to offer a bit more in like the batting or something a bit different, haven't they? You're all different breed spinners and there's, you don't always get a spin coach and you've sometimes got to do stuff on your own. And like you, like you say, you're a badger, which admittedly you probably are a badger, but the best players always are badgers. You're probably as much of a student of the game as anyone because you're always watching any form of cricket, but also you, you go and sound out these big name players that you know will, you can tap into and you don't sort of get pushed into it. So it shows that, in a short space of time where you've gone from um, your under-19s and academy stuff into the first team, being successful, gone straight onto the Lions, straight into the England team? Yeah. Well, I just... like It's funny, actually, because... I was thinking about it the other day. Um, so, when I... I obviously went away to Australia first year and I came back and um, I didn't have a contract or anything with Somerset. So, it would have been... 2000, it would have... 2016, the year I made my debut at the end of the season. Um in April, I went up for an open trial at Leicester. No one knows about that. I went genuinely, I drove myself up, my little polo, one litre, <laughs> drove myself up to Leicester for an open trial where like, anyone could come in. Um, 
And obviously I played with Cozzy that year at Northern Districts in Adelaide. So he was at Leicester. Um, and I sort of just asked him, oh, do you reckon I could have like an open trial or something? And I went to the open trial, spent like two and a half hours there and did it and came back and I never heard anything of it. And I was quite Cheers, close Leicester. to just, yeah, literally. Like that was open trial at Leicester. Um, and then the end of that year, obviously played and then two years later down the line or three years I've made my debut. So that's also, I think, quite key is not getting too far ahead of yourself because actually it can happen so quickly. And I like, the big thing is I want to make sure like also lads who are potentially on the academies and struggling or grinding in second team, like it can happen so quickly. Like it's a bit of luck if you keep grinding. And I think that that's, that's quite funny because no one really knows that I went to an open day at Leicester. I, I don't know what Leicester, probably Leicester, I think they're quite happy that I've never, they never got hold of me. But, did Somerset know okay. you did that? Did Somerset no. know you did that? No. <laughs> But I wasn't. I wasn't contracted with them. I was. Yeah, I wasn't contracted <laughs> with them either. So, I mean, it was sort of there. Luckily enough, um, I think Max Waller got ill in the second team game, and Steve Snell sort of texted me saying, "Do I want to play?" And I went all right, and then I kept going, and I did really well that year, and then ended up playing. And do you know what I mean? That one phone call, and just a bit of graft, and then two years later or three years later, I'm. Somehow burgled a test match at Cape Town <laughs> in front of the Barmy Army. Do you know what I mean? It's it's funny how it works. And, yeah, I don't think yeah. you burgled it, but um, definitely how, not burgled it. But as a spinner, there's not many better places to to be a, a spin bowler in England. I know that the structure and schedule that probably doesn't help spinners at all. But playing at Taunton the last three or four years um, with Leachy yeah, exactly. as well, and you've got Steve Davis, probably arguably one of the best the keepers best keeper. in the country. Yeah. Like he's unbelievable makes it look so easy um like that's obviously been a great start for your career hasn't it to, to, to be chucked onto those pitches and go and oh. win games bowl a lot of those well, it's, yeah it's given me the opportunity to play and bowl and perform um so i know every like, i know there's been people moaning about the wickets and stuff and um but actually they could have well they have produced two england spinners that um hopefully now have like we have the ability to bowl on spinning wickets, we know how to do it. It's actually, um, can we now bowl, bowl on good wickets? And that's probably our problem now because we've been dot points and we struggle with um, spinning wickets. And obviously, uh, whoever has penalised us, um, we're not going to probably be able to do that. I'm not sure, but it's probably not going to look lightly um, it's going to be interesting now how we manage obviously or how Somerset manage myself and Nietzsche um, together so I think there's been massive positives for England and English cricket the fact that certainly me I've known I know how to bowl on spinning wickets um, but it's going to be it's going to be interesting isn't it? it's going to be interesting the whole year I reckon it's, who knows what's going to happen you, hopefully, hopefully, you'll get another chance, uh, Bessie, to uh, overtake Brooksy on the first class hundred front because I noticed oh. that you're both level pegging on one apiece. Yeah, but mine was a championship hundred, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he says. Oh. It wasn't some jazz at game in Abu Dhabi when the opposition were on the piss for four days. <laughs> Barbados, hey, whatever it was. Hundred, still hundred points. <laughs> But it is frustrating the fact that Bruce has got one, and in fact he's got a champo one, and I have a 
Oh, Every you... time I get into the nineties now, I'm thinking, years on you now. Right. You'll be you'll be there in the nets, you won't you? Until you get past it, and then it'll be done. Mate, I can, you know. Honestly, up at up at Yorkshire, obviously we were on ninety one, <laughs> and I was on ninety one against Essex, and um, a couple of like we had two wickets left. And I was like, ah, oh. I was thinking this like it would be all right, and then I think Cody nicked off, and uh, big uh, Dwayne Fear came in. I was like, right, D, like you got to make sure I get there because I was honestly thinking like Brooksy's got one and I'm on one as well and I think at the time Bartlett I always joke with George Bartlett as well um, I think he was on two so I was thinking oh he's a top order bat like if I get another one here I get stuck into him and obviously I beat Brooksy yeah 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 I think like Big oh, by the way, you're just off. thinking about the bant <laughs> you're just thinking about yeah. <laughs> 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 and I was stuck on 91 gutted yeah. Oh, that's a shocker. That is, that, that, I mean, I that's that's got. If there is some cricket this year, that's got to be your aim. All right. To be fair though, Bessie 100%. at the minute is a is a consistent number eight. Like he shouldn't bat below eight, and he's got potential to be higher than that as well. So in his career, like he's going to play for another ten, fifteen years, and you know, around that, he should be ended up with a. You know, he could end up in double figures for hundred. So it's not as if he won't get another one. <laughs> Oh well, I'm hoping. <laughs> if you get standard on the 90s, mate, just just plonk a few over the bowler's head, take it Brooks, upon yourself. Do you think you'll get? Do you think you'll get another one? Me? Yeah. Uh, I doubt very much from 11, mate. <laughs> um, I'm, at, mate, I'm I'm surprised I got one, and I'm living off that for the rest of my life. So. Brooksy, I just want I just want to see another bat drop celebration, you know, like one of them. Oh, that was so I funny. Really- I'm retiring that. Um, like, I didn't know you then either, and I thought that was so funny. Class. Well, I got like, ruined after, after bloody Rooty nicked the celebration. And well, he, a, he stole it off you, didn't he? He texted me that night to apologise as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was a bit embarrassed. He was like, I don't know what I was doing. Um, yeah, me and Bessie actually have played against each other once in the championship game. Yeah. And how did that go? I, I'm guessing it went really well for you, Brooks. You wouldn't be bringing it yeah. up. Well, the game didn't go well for... I was at Yorkshire and he was at Somerset and Somerset won quite easily. But um, I think I nicked Bessie off... Uh, you think or you know? Well, I know I nicked him off. I can't remember if it was a first ball or whether he got a run or not. Second <laughs> ball. Second ball, yeah. Yeah, because I, I was on like, a pair. I was on a pair and I was yipping against Cody because he had it on a piece of string. <laughs> um, there were about, I think there were about oh. eight players in that game on a pair because it was like, it wasn't Absolute tricky. It was nip off. It was a tricky pitch to play on. I was yeah. in it, I can't remember what number, about 10 or 11. And I was second innings on a pair facing Bessie and I just had Trez around me going, someone's got to get a pair in this game, someone. <laughs> I, was papping, I was papping myself because I've never had one. And um, I managed. To <laughs> yeah, you were flapping. I managed to squirt one off Bessie past slip for a couple oh. to get off the mark. But um, yeah, I remember Bessie was my five wicket haul. I think so. I think I gave an extra yeah, celebration. Like gave it massive one as well. I was like, oh, give it a rest. Seriously, some some oh, some bloke massive. in the headband giving it massive licks. Like this clown running round. You're thinking, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> can't deal with it and it's like early yeah it's like early May or like April, May like doesn't spin so you're thinking I'm on one I'm not going to get any poles this is this is average who'd be a spinner in England? oh who would? in April so, so did you not know Brooksy at this point Bessie? Were, were you thinking he was a bit of a clown or what? 
Nah, he, obviously he's got quite a good reputation around the club, yeah, or around the county. Um, I'm respectful. Just, Greg. I'm yeah, respectful. he just he just got this fife and obviously started charging off, and you're like, oh, for God's sake, this is not what you need. <laughs> like, it was only the second or third wicket I'd ever got a Taunton, so I was more buzzing the fact I actually got a wicket. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually did do something off straight. But it's nice to walk into a a change your environment like a team when you join them and you know you got a bit up on some of the players you go oh, got you out got you out got you out <laughs> you did alright didn't you against was it up at, up at heading as well I think you just obviously signed and it just come out um, yeah I got and then we played up at yeah I got, got five for the, um, Somerset absolutely dicked Yorkshire that game so it was a bit of a downer as a teamer but yeah, you, got, the first time. you got Aves didn't you cleaned up Aves um, yeah I've always had a good record Tom Abel's like Aves is a class player and he's going to be around a long time and probably be an England player. But yeah, I managed to bag him a few times. But, um, I did say he was my bunny, so I was a bit disappointed to be now on his team a bit more. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Lads, absolute pleasure. Um, I think that probably wraps wraps it up. But Bessie, what, do you know, has Chris told you when you're doing your Barmy Meets thing? A week on Thursday. Week on Thursday will be on Barbie Meat. Well, this is like a little warm up for you, then, isn't it, Bessie? Yeah, I've got some material stashed, mate. Don't worry about sorry, it. Sorry, mate. Sorry, I, I, my internet went again, again. Shock. I didn't. I missed a lot of that. Well, we, you saying, then? we were just talking about the Barmy Meats thing and how it probably isn't going to be as good as Mark Woods. So that, so don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say don't, don't expect, don't expect a lot from me. No, no, it'd be very good. It'd be very good, I'm sure. Look, look out for that on all yeah. our social media channels on Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of thing. Also, we've got full backlog. We've got loads of really good guests on our podcast as well. We've got Joe Root, Liam Plunkett, Paul Nixon, James Foster, Luke Fletcher, Ryan Sidebottom. Quite quite a good list. Also, the tour pods are pretty good as well. Um, Dom, absolute pleasure, mate. It's um, re- really good. To, well, I suppose we've not met, but yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Thanks so much yeah, for no, coming thank on. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And, um, yeah, cheers, Becky. Quality. And um, yeah, no and, and if we're bored again in a few weeks, we, we might try it again. Oh, <laughs> get me, yeah. If you ever yeah. need it, just drop us a message. You got my number. Top man. I'll be bored. He might have more on his chin by then. If it is gone, I've been outside. The wind's taking it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, Bessie, thanks so much, mate. And um, yeah, we'll see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.